Good evening, everyone, Hello. and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And tonight we are doing the classic Lance Henriksen vehicle, Pumpkin Head. Yeah. Uh, Directed Stan- by Stan Winston. Yes. Who did not direct a lot. He did not. Only this and a gnome named Norm. Yes. Uh, I Maybe he did something else. I don't know. I just know that he did a gnome He did Norm. the Michael Jackson ghost sure. video. Sure. Yeah, there's yeah. that. That was cool. That's probably the best thing he ever did. Uh, I mean, listen, we've talked about this off <clears throat> camera and off mic here, um, and I have reservations about Pumpkinhead, where it's like, I love this movie, and I watch it a lot, Yep. but it doesn't stand up to close scrutiny, and it is, I mean, obviously the story holds together, because there's not a lot of story, but it, it just, it's... It's not really the story isn't all that interesting. No, it's it's just a very one note. I feel it's got a cool story. I like the concept a lot of the whole dig up your person, you set this thing kind of revenge thing sure. in motion. I think that's cool. The monster's cool, but yeah, like I said earlier today, today at the shop, it felt to me similar to Demons Two, where it was just it was so light on story, but just so heavy on spe- like look yeah. at our special effects, yeah. look what we can do, and it's like cool. And I think the monster looks incredible monster looks great monster looks incredible and but the problem i have with it are the kills i feel suck pretty weak there's like no cool kills in it whatsoever when you have a monster that looks like this let's see it rip some arms off let's Mm -hmm. see it go do some do some things yeah yeah it definitely it's just like i just like watch me climb a tree but then you don't even see it climb the tree it suffers (laughs) from raw head wreck syndrome where Mm. it's just like Okay, this is cool, but it's like its limited mobility is causing problems for like big actiony effects. Well, unlike Rawhead Rex, at least it can open its mouth. Sure, sure. I mean, or I close its mouth. Stan Winston <laughs> made the goddamn thing. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna say that it's of the same level as Rawhead yeah. Rex, but I mean, uh, it, it had it had a huge budget for effects because he had all of the material there. He he got his effects company for you know cost. Yep. So he wasn't billing up the the fees for his effects work. And I mean, in some ways, one of the weirdest parts of this thing is that it looks like a kabuki play where you've got like big pieces of set. Like it looks like it's on a stage and like there's no background. You just get fog and mist and all that kind of stuff. And all you see is like two or three big pieces of foreground sculpture. Uh, especially when you go to the cursed pumpkin patch, which I wish they'd made more out of the cursed pumpkin patch, because yeah. that is such a cool idea and it's such a cool set. Yep. But I mean, when he's there, it looks like a model, like it looks like a picture on the back yes. of a screaming model kit. You know, like the ones that they advertised in Fangoria. Yep. It, it's it's weird, and again, Stan Winston, not a writer, and I wish he'd had somebody punching this up. He didn't. He never laid any seeds for anything in the story. It's as soon as you need to know a piece of information, uh, yeah. it, it drops in front of the moment. There's nothing to. There's nothing that organically arises in the story at all. It constantly is just like, you don't know that this girl is a Christian until they decide that they want to tell you she's a Christian, and then after that second, she's nothing but Christian. And for the first forty-five minutes, you had no idea she was a Christian. Yeah. And it's like, what, that seemed like such a big, important thing. Maybe introduce that concept earlier. Yeah, and that's another qualm I have. I wish I wish the teens were more fun. Like, we don't do anything so fun boring. with them. And it's like, they're all, except for the jerk that kills a kid, 
they're all like the same character. Yes. They're just interchangeable. There's, Agree. They have Again, no traits, nothing to them. It's, they're just it's his lack of writing. Where kids going to skills. a cabin? Yeah, yeah. Like that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if he had, I guess they ride dirt bikes. Okay. And it's <laughs> it's coming off. I mean, okay. So we've got a lot of things. We've got a lot of aliens in this thing. There's no way around it. I mean, the 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 creature looks like an alien. He's mm-hmm. got the he's got the warrior alien tusk things on his shoulders. He's yeah. got like all this stuff. Um, it, Stan Winston used a little bit of what he learned making aliens to to do this, but um, I wish that he had learned the really important lesson of aliens, which is everyone's a cartoon. You know, like you think about the characters in aliens. Yeah. Like the one lesson to learn from aliens when you look at it is look at those fucking characters. Everyone's a different type of cartoon character. Yep. You know, Vasquez is this ridiculous, weird, like, blown all to hell, like, crazy archetype of a tough girl, you know, like, trying to prove herself. And mm-hmm. there's, like, everybody's got their own thing. Yeah. And, and that's and the this, problem. This one, the, nobody's nobody, got a thing. Except this except guy's a Christian. total jerk. This guy is... <laughs> And also, it's another one of those movies where you're like, okay, well, then why are you hanging out with this dude? Yeah. You know, like, it's another friend group movie where it's like, everyone hates this guy. Yeah, why are you even with him? And it and it's, to me, this is just a personal thing. Like, we talked about this with Night of the Demons 2 there, like, with the, with the Z-Boy. Mm. You know, I just hate movie yeah. bullies like this. So it's like, you're supposed to hate this guy. Obviously, he's a jerk. But, sure. like, I still yeah, yeah. hate these kind of characters. Like, so it's like, yeah. for me, I'm just like, uh, you just die already or get out of the picture, like. Damn, I right. hate, you're just bringing me down, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's fair. I mean, I, I understand. Uh, have you seen Kids vs. Aliens? I have not. Um, that movie is amazing, first off. But also, there is the main bully character is so awful. Mm. Like, it, it's like he's bullying children, and then he gets to the point where he literally is willing to murder a child. <laughs> and it's organic because he starts out, and you're like, oh, this is a guy that would kill a child. Yep. And also, the sister falls in love with him and you're like i don't why? what the, why <laughs> yep and that's what this is it's just like what why are you why are yeah. you doing this this is crazy um why are you hanging out with this total sociopath and if it was like okay sure the behavior we've seen if this is new and it erupts from out of nowhere you go okay fine but when we get we get halfway into the movie and they're like, one of the reason that he's hiding out is because he ran over another child. Yeah, he's on probation. Before running over a child a second time. It's like, how many kids are he's, you going to fucking kill before really this friend? He's really good at that. <laughs> he's just, so, when, they're, when they're like, he's just really talented. That's what his talent is, running over children he, he, with a dirt he bike. Ju- he just watched Toxic Avenger and he was like, fuck, I'm going to be that guy. I'm that guy now. He is that guy. He is that guy now. Damn. <laughs> he looks like him. He acts like him. He basically is the bad guy from Toxic Avenger. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed that. Um, yeah. And uh, and the one thing that I noticed on this close viewing of Pumpkinhead was the fact that it's based on a poem. Yeah. Which was not something I had known before. And clearly it was not based on like a classic poem or anything. No, it, it was, was apparently based on a poem that somebody wrote yeah. to scare their kids at night and somebody thought it was a really cool poem and he bought it from him with the intent to make it into a movie and did. That's fascinating. Yeah. I would like to do a reading from Ed Justin's Pumpkinhead for you. Take it away. 
keep away from Pumpkinhead, unless you're tired of living. His enemies are mostly dead. He's mean and unforgiving. Laugh at him and you're done. But in some dreadful fashion, vengeance he considers fun and plans it with a passion. Time will not erase or blot a plot that he has brewing. It's when you think that he's forgot he'll conjure your undoing. Bolted doors and windows barred, God guard dogs prowling in the yard, won't protect you in your bed. Nothing will from Pumpkinhead. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, now do it. Now do a uh, slam poetry version of it. <laughs> Keep <laughs> away from Pumpkinhead, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you're tired of living. Uh, no, I will not do that. <laughs> it's my uh, uh, Lydia lunch by way of uh, Henry Rollins. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Henry Rollins poetry. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I, I once had a book of Michael Madsen's poetry, and <laughs> holy shit, I gave it to my buddy Ganey. Uh, because you hate him. <laughs> yes. No, because he loves Michael Madsen, but uh, oh my gosh, man, that was the... I don't want to shit on Michael Madsen, but man, it was... I do. Let me it. Was let just me a, it. it was just really weird. Like, the poems weren't poems, they were just like statements, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, like man. it's sunny out, I'm sitting by the pool, this is tight. And it's just like... Okay. Holy <laughs> shit. I Riding love, my bike. I it's nice that. outside. The air is cool. Fresh. I like summer. <laughs> and it was just like, okay. <laughs> there wasn't... Like, sorry, Michael Madsen. Um, I know he listens to this, too. Yeah, so. I know. It's, it's sad because he does listen to this. He's waiting for us to do Species. Is that, was he in that? He was in that, right? I don't know. I, Maybe. Sure. Anyway, uh, okay. I haven't seen Species you, since high school. Yeah. <sighs> It wasn't very good, if I remember correctly. I remember that Nastasia Henstridge was incredibly attractive and that that's that was about reason, what it had going for it. Oh, yeah. That's why I wanted it to was, rent it when I was like 14. It was yeah. Giger and uh, Nastasia Henstridge being attractive. Those two things together were like the only reason to watch that. Um, but, uh, I mean, that poetry is like, you remember we had those books of Shia LaBeouf's poetry, essentially. Yes. He did comics that he sent to us, which was... A with, whole thing with his driver's license, also his driver's license, which is license. still here in the store. In it's, the store, there's a whole weird thing. Yeah. If you ever need to know the story, if you haven't listened to every episode of the podcast, which I'm sure most people haven't, I'm sure I told the story. And so, if you want to come in and look at Shia LaBeouf's actual driver's license, sure. just just ask us. Feel free to to ask me the story of uh, of Shia LaBeouf's driver's license. It's it's a very weird story. Anyway, um, okay, so let's start it out. Oh, are we doing a podcast? We're doing a podcast about a movie <laughs> called Pumpkin Head. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> we get these titles, which... Boring. It was so sad. <laughs> it's like, this could have been a thousand movies. Like, Yeah. It's like, you literally, it's got like the glowing drop shadow, and it's like, this is every movie that I saw from like the five-year period when yeah. this movie was made. It's not very interesting. I was thinking they it had, they had the cool Pumpkinhead monster. Why don't you do some cool, very extreme close-ups, you know, the suit, like the monster mask over the... Exactly. Or just anything. Or just of show, the pumpkins. Just so the kid's driving through the desert. Like, just show me something. Or the pumpkin patch. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Just literally take a dolly shot of the pumpkin but patch no, really here's, slow here's, or, here's, like, go in through the miniatures or whatever yeah. with a crane or whatever. It would have been amazing. Here's some fire. Ugh. <sighs> 
Come on. Anyway. <laughs> Up your game. Yeah, seriously. It hasn't it, even been 10 seconds, guy. Yeah, we're already, <laughs> I'm already mad that it looks like a full moon movie. Anyway, okay, but we get the breathy synth music, and it's like, okay, this is pretty generic, and then some harmonica kicks in, and you're like, oh, look, oh. looks like we're going to crawdad country. <laughs> oh, my. And uh, it's pretty funny. I, I like the soundtrack. It's fine. It's a yeah. nice combination of synth and, like, yeah. swampy, swampy, swamp music. <laughs> Um, Swampkinhead. Swampkinhead. Uh, and so, and the titles go on forever. Oh, yeah. Which I think is because probably Stan Winston spent so long being a below the line person that he was like, no, everyone gets credit mm. before the movie. Yeah. And that was his like stance as a below the line kind of guy. <laughs> um, so we opened in 1957 on some sort of like throwback homesteader appellation. We don't really know where this is or what's going on, but it's it looks like the Dust Bowl. All the kids look like they're in a Dust Bowl photo. Yeah. So maybe Northern California. They maybe. still look like that even when we go to the, the future. Even when they go to the present. Yeah. It's like, uh, the kids definitely look like a Dust Bowl photo. Um, but we uh, we see a little child saying their prayers, and the kid's dad is acting super squirrely, and he leaves with a shotgun to go check on the horses. And he's like He goes and locks one of the horses away, puts a bar across his door when he comes back in, leans the shotgun up against the wall and he's acting all crazy. And his wife is like, is it going to be all right? Should I be scared? Which mm. I think is a pretty funny line. Um, should <laughs> okay. I be? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking of that as like the, uh, the subtitle for the movie <laughs> Pumpkinhead. Should I be, be scared? scared? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> up to you. Anyway, uh, he's a typical stoic farmer, so he doesn't answer her. So we cut outside, and there's a bloody guy running for his life and stumbling and running into corn and scarecrows and all sorts of stuff. He finds his way to the door, and he pounds on it. Let me in! It's after me! And uh, based on what we know later, we find out that this guy was accused of killing a girl, and someone loosed it, which we, of course, yep. know is Pumpkinhead. And, and, I, and I just love this aspect of the story of this movie. Like... I love the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but the whole looking for help and you can't help yeah. somebody because like, oh, absolutely. sorry, I mean, all I got to do is open the store to help you, but then I'm fucked. So, right. no, bye. And and especially for like the later the kids that don't understand what's going on, where how, how awkward that sounds when it's just like they're just sure. not getting any assistance. Like, and the other people are inside watching the other people be like, nope, not helping them. Like, it's no, just it's so awkward. And I, I love that and whole that's, aspect. That's the other thing about this movie is that it's, so I said this before when we were talking about it earlier, um, but uh, it, it basically slams together a folk horror movie with a big rubber suit monster movie. And that's part of its magic, and it's also part of what hurts it. Because what's great about a folk horror is that you never see the monster, you never know. Like in a Wicker Man, it's not like you're like, oh shit, the magic was real. Yep. You don't know. They could just all be crazy and they just killed the guy. You know, like any of these, any of those kind of folk horrors, you're yep. just like, I don't know what this is. But in this, you instantly know the yep. magic is real. Oh, that guy's getting killed by a monster right oh, now. The, oh, yeah. oh, witchcraft is the true religion. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, fuck. I've been, uh, gotta throw away my crosses and stuff. It <laughs> turns out witches are the true religion or swamp witches specifically. Um, and actually, that's the other, that is another problem I have with this is that is the Christian stuff. It's like the damnation and all of that stuff. 
I feel like it takes away from the actual horror of like I feel like I could be not even here and it wouldn't matter like I feel like it would be better personally yeah, because it's I, I do like the whole going to the church because I like that set too right and that makes sense when you're getting chased by a demon you're like holy shit we're gonna go to this church like well that was that to me was the opportunity for them to say we're going to this church that's going to save us he goes in and he's like what's this yeah you know god isn't real nothing is real it's a cosmic horror it's literally like you get to that point and and like a like a lovecraft story you get into this thing where you're like aha and it's like no god isn't real nothing is real yep. except there are these things and you're an insect you're just nothing and it's that horrifying moment of realizing that there's this gigantic world that you don't know anything about and you are so insignificant that you barely exist to this pantheon of horrors. Yep. And I, and that's what they take away when you add God into the mix. And it's like, you did something bad. You're going to hell. And it's like, instead of you're going to hell, you're going to live until someone calls on Pumpkinhead the next time. So like at the end, not to spoil the movie so early, <laughs> but like when Ed dies, it's like, if he still was sentient, if he was still, if his eyes were still open and he was experiencing the world and it's not like, uh, your soul went to hell. So there's nothing going on. You're rotting in the ground and experiencing everything. Yep. And you're seeing the world and it, we could see through his eyes and then it's like, Oh fuck. Well, at least, that would suck. Yeah. Well, at least when he does come back, the next pumpkin head's going to have a sick necklace. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and also that necklace was not enough for me. I, I can't help it. I mean, I knew what was going on, but it's like, it just didn't feel like it really, uh, it, I don't know. There was, it just didn't feel like that was enough of a, a moment. And also, yeah. man, another, another moment of just like here, have this thing. Okay. It's a plot point. Yes, it is. All yeah. right. That's going to come in handy later. Okay. Yeah, there's no explanation for the necklace. It's just like, I made you this. I made you this. Hey, oh, thank kid, you. Do you see your dad wearing jewelry? <laughs> come on. Like, or like the kid doesn't even say like what it is. Like, hey, it's a figure of mom. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I mean that would have been. We just got like nothing. We're just like, here's this weird necklace for a guy that obviously Dude, doesn't you wear. Literally flare. just fixed it. Like, if that for if that was it. If it was like, this was this was this thing. You know, mom taught me how to make these. Yep. You know, and and that's how you get that's how you explain the fact that the mother's dead there's so many storytelling things missing from that like you literally fixed like one of the bigger problems of the movie the fact that they never say anything about the mother in like missing her or any of yep. this stuff they just ignore it and they ignore so many things that could be character moments for the for everyone nobody gets a character moment Ed never gets a character moment. The witch never gets a character moment. The bad guys never get a character moment. Pumpkinhead never gets a character yeah. moment. Like, nobody gets anything to explain them. They're so two-dimensional, which, again, works with the whole kabuki play thing of yep. it. But it is... It's such a singular movie because Pumpkin it's so Head, weirdly made. Pumpkinhead kind of has a character moment when we learn that he's taking the chain off the motorcycle. And he laughs a little bit. He's that like, oh, was nuts. Okay, I guess he's got a little sense of humor. And, and he understands dirt bikes. <laughs> yeah, considering he died around here, he was one of these dirt poor people who died 
a long time ago in 1957. If this is the same Pumpkinhead, he hasn't been back since then. He understands how a dirt bike works when the kid in 1990-whatever didn't know how a cam- what a camera was. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's impressive that he had that level of technological awareness yep. when uh, people in this area seem to be uh, missing some of those things. <laughs> That's. I really want to know where this is supposed to be. That they're all living like it's the nineteen or eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Basically, it's such a strange, such a strange idea. It's almost like they should have made it a period piece. Yep. But I mean, I guess they couldn't have had dirt bikes in a period piece. <laughs> uh, some extreme horse riders. Yeah. Were doing stuff. They were doing like extreme, and people are doing etchings of them doing extreme horse tricks. Oh. There it is. You fixed it. <laughs> Yes. We're both fixers. Perfect. Okay. So. Um, do, do, do. Lance, we cut to Lance Henriksen in modern times, and he's using his flamethrower to spruce up the lawn. <laughs> why? Because he's got a flamethrower. And why does he have a flamethrower? Because he has a flamethrower. You know why? <laughs> because a flamethrower was very important in the movie Aliens. Ah. <laughs> That's why he has one. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times you can kind of be like, in a lot of modern movies like this, in a lot of genre movies, you can be like, well, you know, aliens did this. So. And it's just one of those things, too, where at the end where he fires it up again, it's just like, oh, okay, we're just going to come into play. It's like, no, nope, fuck no, it. no, he's that... got a flamethrower. Nothing's going to be done. <laughs> no. And it also felt like he threw the flamethrower into a pile of straw at the end. <laughs> yeah. And then when you pick it up, when she goes to pick it up, it's like actually on the unlike tar and it's like he doesn't have any tar around here what are you talking about <laughs> what is this bullshit anyway okay so uh you know it gives him a chance to make him all sweaty and and shirtless because lance is shredded and looks fucking great yeah so, he does i mean always uh he goes back to the house to wash up and he has a very creepy, weird interaction with his kid. I do not like this at all. No. Like, I this, do not enjoy this. This was all Lance's idea. He said his, in real life his grandmother used to do this, so he thought it would be an important character trait to oh. wash this boy's hands and tell the story of... It gives me the willies. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I like. I do not enjoy this on any level whatsoever. No. It's Even what he says, he's like... She used to wash my hands with, and she had paper thin skin, and it felt so good. And he's like <laughs> way too close to the kid, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yuck, yikes. Um, I mean, it's a horror movie, and I was creeped out. So, yeah. uh, congratulations, Lance, you creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid is basically a clone of Peter Billingsley, which is weird. He's like the messy Marvin character from the old Hershey's ads. Yep. Uh, so that's weird. It was a weird choice because he really does. He like he looks like that iconic ad campaign version of the kid. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess it works on some level. Um, there's some. This is where they try to do some character moments with Lance and the kid, but they're so clunky that they don't come off. And and, 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 and unfortunately, I feel they're just boring. Like right. I I know this is setting up like. It's like we got to set up how much the dad loves his son and how much he's looking forward to his son's future, and he says he's going to be somebody and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. But at the same time, for me, I'm just like watching this, being like, All right, move on, move on, move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is a real problem. It's a it's a very uh, it's a very 
tell don't show version of of like explaining why they have a close relationship. Yep. You know, even just that one thing of talking about his mother. Yeah. If if the kid was talking about it and Lance shuts up or he gets weird yep. or whatever, it would be a huge character moment for them, but they don't do anything like that. Instead, they're like, "I love you and you're my son and we're very close." Yep. And again, Lance's thing with washing the kid's hands is the best character moment there. It just creeps me out. Yeah. It's the closest thing to a decently written moment in in this thing between any characters and it's still and it's just like so creepy that it kind of <laughs> throws me off um so they are at harley and son's grocery and the kid is the son and it's one of those classic like he wrote and son in red when the kid was born on the <laughs> sign which you know unless this was a holdover from his family from the beginning it could have been because this he is the boy been. from the beginning oh we we never we said find, that in the beginning the boy in the beginning find, watched yeah we find that out later Oh, we didn't find that out. No, we find that out instantly when it goes from 1957. Like the boy that watched Pumpkinhead kill somebody through the window is now Lance. Oh, weird. So I this... I didn't put it together oh, okay. until until later, but so maybe yeah. I'm being an idiot. So yeah, so this is his story. I was so on a lot of weird medication this, last this, night. This could have been Harley and Sons from back in the 50s, and now it's still Harley and Sons when okay. it's just him and his son. But regardless, it doesn't it doesn't matter anyway. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so. Um, Basically, he starts, like, speaking of how clunky the, the, like, character stuff is, he starts telling a story to be like, well, you know, there was this boy, and he was so proud of his, or this man who was so proud of his boy that he, blah, 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 and he rambles on, and then they cut him off yeah. in the middle of the story, and it doesn't matter at all. And no. It's like, okay, if the story is so unimportant that you can cut it off before it has a payoff, don't include it. Well, it was just, he, I mean, yeah, it was just obviously telling about his son. and so. Right, but I mean, like... But I mean, I think I think we could cut because yeah. he was just talking about how cool his right. son was and how much he loves him. And it's like, yeah, we get that. We know, so we don't have to stick around for that. Right. So let's go... Let's cut let's to the rich our city bags. scumbags <laughs> uh, that are going to do something stupid and get their comeuppance in pumpkin form. Uh, they, uh, so... We get, uh, you know, they're continuing to lay it on thick about how close the uh, the son and father are when their dog, whose name is Gypsy, Gypsy, that's right. Their dog runs out of the house when the city folks arrive and it hates these city folks and starts barking at yeah, them. Yeah, the dog's got good uh, judging character. Absolutely. And then the kid follows the dog outside and then our Omega douche, it like starts making fun of the kid's glasses and everyone's like... Oh, Dude. oh, worst person on earth. Yeah. Why do we hang out with you? This no, really. This vacation is going to be great with you here. <laughs> and what is... It bothers me. I. It is important. I'm, I'm not going to say it's not important because it is important. Why are they here? Mm -hmm. They never say. Are they on vacation? Are they there to shoot photos of him? Are they there to record they're, him they're going dirt to a, biking? They're going to a cabin. Sure. Why? Because cabin. I mean, <laughs> why are the dirt bikes there? Because it's recreation? Is he? They talk about how talented a dirt biker he is. Yeah. And it's like, he rides a dirt bike good, so we're friends. Yeah, and they never meant, they don't say anything like, we're going to, for the qualifiers to see if we can do sure. a dirt bike. They're just cabin. Like, to me, it was like, oh, I work for, like, if if the two people who survive at the end 
if they had worked for Dirt Bike Magazine or something, yep. and this guy was some sort of fancy whatever, and the other people were dirtbags that were hanging out with him, and that's why he has to lock them in the closet because they have no friendship link yep. to him. I'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. These people were just there to shoot photos of him doing cool motorcycle stunts, and then they're going to, you know, do whatever else. But... Yeah, that would make sense. But no, we don't get that. We don't get they're anything. Just, they're just here for the cabin. They're just there for the cabin. Um, so uh, we also see that the dog is very likely to get under the wheel of a dirt bike because yeah. it's not. it doesn't have a lot of situational awareness. <laughs> um, and now George Buckflower arrives. Yay! Uh, with his Dust Bowl photo children and man. Folks around here are poor, but these kids are legitimately wearing potato sacks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they, did you notice who one of them was? Uh, no. Uh, Blossom. Miriam Bialak. How do you say her name? You're as close as I'm going to get. Yeah. One of, huh. them, one of those kids is her. Fun fact. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Interesting. I okay. noticed a name in the credits when it was scrolling by. It just said, you know, Miriam Bialak. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, wait, I what? It said Blossom. Blossom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's how my brain reads that. Um, of course, it does. <laughs> it does not surprise me that that's how it works. Um, but yeah, those kids are like preternaturally dirty. They look like they just came out of working in a coal mine, and this is where the the daughter doesn't know what a camera is. Yeah. <laughs> and so now there's a little fight because one of the one of the kids steals a ball from one of the other kids. Little Jimmy Joe steals a ball from someone and won't give it back. Well, but you know what happens when someone steals from someone else or does somebody wrong don't you they call on pumpkin head <gasps> pumpkin head yes pumpkin head settles on them as they yep. say uh and uh, the little kids oh torment gosh. them could you, could you imagine having a freaking pumpkin head after you because you stole a baseball <laughs> what a f- man <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm mostly thinking more about the person who was slighted because you need the blood of the person who oh, was yeah. killed. So would you need like a piece of the baseball or <laughs> what would you need for that? I don't know. That doesn't seem doesn't seem very right. But either way, um this is where I this is where Lance flashes back to his childhood and he uh, he sees the kids playing and he flashes back to the cabin and the pumpkin head thing because they're talking about pumpkin head. Yep. Uh, from the cold open thing. Uh, anyway, they take the uh, our other people are taking pictures of the guy on the dirt bike, and Lance is like, "Oh shucks, I forgot to get the feed." Start. And then George Buckflower is like, "You what? Dead dirt?" And he's like, "I'll bring it out to you. Don't worry about it." So I'm he's just gonna, gonna leave my young kid here with all these strangers for a while. Yeah, I mean, instead of just riding the ten minutes down the road and back. You know you know how country folk are. Yeah. They're very trusting of crazy city people. <laughs> uh and so yes, they do. They they do that. Night is falling and Lance takes off in his truck to deliver this stuff. And you can tell that the bike jerks are going to do something stupid. Yep. Because they say they're going to go do something <laughs> stupid, basically. Uh, and then the stupid dog gets out. Messy Marvin goes to catch him. And in a scene that is basically a white trash replay of Pet Cemetery, he goes to save the dog. And he gets gauged when a dirt bike lands directly on top of him. Is that what happened? It's always bothered me in this movie. Like, he gets like... can't imagine how he dies from this. That, thank you. That's what I'm wondering. 
and I can't like it is hard and, for me to wrap my I, head around right and I also you can't, know what no I know how he dies I can tell you how he dies oh yeah he gets a neck injury and Lance Hendrickson goes my boy and shakes him and runs back to the house <laughs> and he breaks his neck because he's being a fucking idiot because you're not supposed to move someone with that kind of neck injury and well, that's what he I, kills him well that's what I couldn't tell either I couldn't tell if like the boy was still alive he is, either absolutely if he's just he a is, bad actor so like what so why doesn't he go to I don't I mean obviously I don't know where the hospital is but like that's another thing. Did Lance kill him? Like you, I think you just so. went back home and hugged him. Like I maybe think, take him to the freaking clinic. I, I would say that from what we're shown, that kid would have lived if he was brought to a hospital. Thank you. I, like from what I, from what you're shown on screen, because he goes out like the amount of time that passes is like two to three hours, give or take. Mm-hmm. It seems like between when the kid dies and when Lance finds him. Yep. So it seems like either if the kids had gone and taken and moved him, he would have survived. Yep. Uh, or if Lance had taken him to the hospital, he would have survived. And I don't know if we're supposed to believe that, but that moment that is like way, way, way later, the kid is still breathing. And then he like, he has one moment where he's just like, and that seems to be like his last breath, mm. and it's like okay, I, I, nobody tried to do anything to help this guy. I mean, I don't. Again, we don't. The movie, the plot, and all of this, and the story is so thin that we don't know where they are compared to a hospital. It's the kind of thing where, yeah, you know, like if they'd given him a line where it's like. We need to get him to a hospital. We don't Closest do hospitals. Closest one's 100 we, miles away. We don't do hospitals around here. Yeah. You know, that's not how we do things around here or, you know, some weird thing like that. It would have been an annoying answer. Yeah. But if he was like the closest hospitals 500 miles from here, yeah. we'll never make it. And I don't want I don't want my boy dying in a hospital. He's going to die here. Yep. And, you know, I know because I've got folksy country wisdom that mm. he's dying right now. Fine. That works for me. Yep. You know, but whatever. Um, so, um, let's see. Yep, Lance gets home <laughs> after after this guy gets killed. But he, uh, after the kid gets killed, the Lance finds him. They've all taken off. The one dude runs to his Trans Am. Oh, yeah, he's like, I'm out of yeah. here. I got probation. Oh. I ain't getting caught for this. Like, I mean... The thing that you expect when someone runs to a Trans Am drunk, he does also assault a woman on his way there. So you're like, "Eh, stands to reason. Um, But he does this. He pushes that woman down. He's like, fuck you, get out of the way. Runs to his drink, peels out and takes off. And he apparently heads to the cabin that they've rented. Yep. Because he says, I'm drunk. I got to get out of here or something. (laughs) Like I've had it because I've had a few beers or something like that. So I can't get caught. And we find out later that he's also on probation because he hit another child. Just stop dirt biking where yeah. children are. <laughs> the, play- <laughs> the playground's got the best jumps. <laughs> the classic photos of him on the seesaw. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like, he's going up the seesaw. There's a little girl on the other side, and it's her face going, ah! hits her in the face with the wheel of his dirt bike that's what made his career so he can't stop yeah (laughs) you found her her niche yeah yeah absolutely everybody's gonna have one 
So, um, he, he sees, Lance sees the douchey looking guy, like, holding the body of the kid, and he gives him a death stare as he takes the kid away. With a musical sting. Oh, (laughs) yeah. There's, why did they give him bunny teeth? He, that's Lance's. He doesn't look like that in anything else. He wanted to look like that. Lance decided to do those teeth? Lance asked for special teeth. Fuck. He looks so goddamn stupid. Every weird scene. thing in this, you keep asking, like, the hand thing, and why has he got the teeth? And it's like... Damn this... it, it's all Lance. Yeah. From Lance my read... is a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there you go. I I love Lance Hendrickson. I've said it a million times. Everything that Lance Hendrickson is in, he makes it better. Mm-hmm. But... Man, I think that maybe some of his decisions were a little off the mark on yeah. this. Because the moment he looks over at the guy where it's like he gives him the look like he wants to murder him. Yep. It's terrifying. He's so intense and he looks like a guy who could kill you. Oh, yeah. With very little effort. And then he looks again and he's got bunny teeth. And you're <laughs> like, well, that looks less scary. <laughs> I mean, now he looks like a bunny that could kill like, you. I'm going to chew you like a <laughs> carrot. You, uh, you'd better look out. I'm a wascally witch, <laughs> <laughs> said Lance. Uh, anyway, but yeah, it's too bad. Okay, so he gets out and then everybody goes back to their cabin and uh, and we're just you know we're just guessing that they rented a cabin at this point even because they didn't even tell us that they rented a cabin they're just there well they they meant they mentioned they're going to a cabin in the car oh one okay. person is like how much longer to the cabin oh okay well i mean yep sure and then when they get there it's just a giant douchebag show again like again like why are you hanging out with this guy who's cutting the phone line so you can't call anybody for help who's yeah, punching women to the ground he is so it's like he's just a great weekend guest he is such a shockingly bad person this is where we find out that he's on on probation all yep. this stuff and then he's like give me the key the our good guy i don't know anybody's name in this movie it doesn't matter because they're all the same person they basically are but redheaded guy who's the only decent male character in yep. the movie uh he is like Hey, give me the keys. I got to go help this kid. He's out there. He, we need to do something, which is insane because it's like, why didn't you I mean, stay there? I mean, it's great he put that together an hour after the fact and after driving the fuck away. Yeah. Well, right. Okay, so we get that the, the, the Omega douchebag drove away. Why did all of his friends drive to the cabin? I thought they were driving to get help. Yeah. No. Why did they leave this one guy behind no and idea. then all take off? Because they were going to the cabin to get a phone to call for help. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And if they don't know the area, and it sure looks sparse, like, who knows if they were going anywhere near a hospital with the boys. So, I mean, that it, is a you good can point. kind of put it together like that. But, yeah, there's no phone at that store. So, they're like, okay, we'll go to the cabin we rented. We can call a phone from there. That's yeah. why. So, yeah. Sure. Uh, you know what? That does track. Again, tell me that dialogue would be great. You know what I mean? Like some of that kind of stuff would be great because it just feels like none of this makes any sense. Okay. So, uh, so Lance takes his son home instead of to a fucking hospital. Like he gets in the truck and then he comes back to the house. Like, I don't know, like he drove around somewhere or something. I can't remember what happened there. No, whatever. He's holding him in, in his arms and he's like, 
we get a really sad reaction shot of the dog. That was actually the most yeah. heartbreaking <laughs> part of that whole thing was like the sad dog. Poor Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is all your fault. This, it, I mean, <laughs> it is. Uh, but so now he's dead. So whatever. Uh, in the middle of this, I think it's basically like Lance starts telling that stupid fucking story again. And the kid's like, you know what? I'd rather be dead. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm going to check out now. This. <laughs> I'm out of here. And uh, Joel has now locked those two people who wanted the keys. He punched one of them to the floor and he's literally like bleeding in a puddle yeah. on the floor. And then he drags the guy and his girlfriend into a closet. Yeah. And locks them cool, up. Because he's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. I mean, I knew he was a cool dude from the Trans Am and the <laughs> dirt biking, but this has really proved it. Um, so finally, Joel's brother, Joel is the Omega douchebag. His brother shows up. Says Lance took the kid and he was real angry for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he wanted to kill me. I was like, jeez. We only killed your son, <laughs> bro. <I was> like, <laughs> well, pardon me. It was an accident, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, but uh, we cut away from that and we see Lance driving out to the old George Buckflower residence. This is a part of the movie I don't like because Lance is going there to get information to where this witch is, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's his whole motivation here. Lance has lived here all his life. Yes. And has known this legend since yes. he was a kid. Are you telling me, like, he in all his know. life of wondering, he doesn't know where this witch lives? Yeah. He should know as well as anyone else. But the reason he does this is because there was a movie called Pet Cemetery where this exact thing <laughs> happened, where he needed to go to an old man who knew something and say... I need to bury my boy someplace. Yeah, but that was, Don't go there. The ground's sour. But that was after this. They didn't even... Well, there was a book called Pet Cemetery that was released in 1976. Is that even possible? <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> uh, yes, it is It is entirely possible. Oh, is Pet Cemetery the book that old? It's Yes, it was oh, from wow. the 70s. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a very old, old thing. And, uh, yeah, a lot of... The good Stephen King books are from the 70s. Huh. Listen, I love all of the Stephen King books, yeah. even the bad ones. But uh, but there's definitely a spate while he was doing a lot of drinking that, man, they were good. <laughs> I'm not saying he should drink again. Yeah. I'm just saying when he was drinking, they were pretty good. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. What do we got here? We got... Yeah, he's trying to get George Buckflower to tell him where this witch's house is, so... Yep. So he can go raise Pumpkinhead and and, he's like, and Buck's like, dude, that's fucking dumb. Dude. Don't, don't do that. And and again, in, in the way that these kind of movies do this, he he speaks in flowery prose about it, you know, in, in like hillbilly speak where he's like, all she'll do is send you straight to hell. And it's like, dude, you know that that sounds like a metaphor, right? Be straight with him. She is going to take your soul away yeah. if you do this. If you know enough to know this, be like, you're literally selling your soul to the devil. Yeah. Don't sell your soul to the devil. You'll burn in hell or whatever because this is part of a Christian mythos, apparently. So it's like, 
he it just feels like he's underselling it yeah when he's like she'll do nothing but drag your soul to hell or you know it's like no no really yeah, but, but i mean really. literally don't go but, but don't <laughs> literally don't do this um but yeah we get hillbilly fucking pet cemetery it's like uh so the son pulls a gremlins and he's like my old man won't sell you the information to get to the gremlins but i will and so he's like two hundred dollars for this mogwai i mean directions to the, to the witch uh, i love this kid his name is bunt <laughs> just further proof that this is a hillbilly cannibal family yeah. they named all of their children after food um this is bunt cake and this is steak and when they're old enough we're gonna eat them um these are my twins, Tartar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, the the son goes around and tells him where to go. He goes behind his dad's back for because he wants to make fifteen bucks. <laughs> it's like this is that's a lot out there, man. I, it's definitely worth unleashing the forces of <laughs> hell on the well, townsfolk to be of fair, this little to place. To be fair, Bunt doesn't believe it. Fair, fair. So he sends him there, being like. Then later he's like, oh. What I do? <laughs> yeah, I mean that is true. He does definitely say like I want later when he tries to help them. He's like yep. I need to know if it's true, and also he's feeling a bit of guilt from for you know murdering them. Uh, and when when Harley gets down there, this is another part of what's so great about the way that they do stuff. Like the set pieces are so beautiful in this movie. Like when they do the far shot of the witch's hut. Yep. It's like it looks like one of the background cells from a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah. It's just, just Chef's Kiss, absolutely perfect. Um, so, uh, Bunt Cake will not go down to this thing no. because he's afraid. Because that witch creeps him the fuck out, and he understandable, understandable. <laughs> she has a menagerie of spooky animals all through her house that are not indigenous to the region. So. That, and she looks like a straight-up zombie. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, obviously, it doesn't even... There's no reason to even mention that the makeup is good. It's. I'm only going to mention when the makeup is bad, mm-hmm. uh, because it's Stan Winston. So it's like, yep. obviously, you're talking about the best of the best of the best. Uh, but I will say, just to, just to counterpoint that, Stan Winston made a suit for this monster where you can see the zipper. I just want to point that out. That's all I have to say about it. That's fucking weird. I never noticed that, but then again, I watched this on tape like it should be. <laughs> That's fair. I think you should be watching this movie on VHS, and I think it's probably it probably reads way better. Um, and this is also, speaking of on VHS, just a forever memory of mine, because my video store in Sanford had that legendary pumpkin head standee there. Oh, yeah. You know? And so growing up, I, d- I remember that, and they also had the Freddy... It's a boy baby carriage one, too, yes. at the store. And I was just always look at those things in awe when I was a kid. I loved them so much. Yeah, yeah. But that no. pumpkin head one especially. Like, man, that was cool looking. That's awesome. <sighs> yes. Okay, so uh, so he brings, uh, Harley brings his son to the spooky witch. She says she can't raise the dead, so she sends him to Razorback Hollow. <laughs> She's like, go on down here and... This is where folks used to bury their deformed kin, essentially. And so bring back that thing that's there, and there's some things that she has to do to it. So she's pretty vague about all of these things. Yep. Um, 
and he goes out there. He gets spooked by some bones and vultures and other haunted hayride type crap like <laughs> everywhere he walks. Ghost in a sheet. Ghost in a sheet. <laughs> Somebody jumps out with a chainsaw with no blade on it and is like, ah! And yeah, <laughs> lots of that. But he finds this patch with deformed pumpkins in it. And it's like, this is given such short shrift in this movie. It's like, guys the fucking deformed pumpkins are the star of this thing yeah. that should have been you should have spent so much time showing those horrifying pumpkins with like maybe faces on them yeah. maybe what you instead know, like, they're just like hey pumpkin was in the title here's your pumpkin you happy now here's a pumpkin it's like in the corner of the shot yeah like this this location is the scariest spookiest thing in your whole movie i could have spent conservatively 20 more minutes of the movie here and just been totally happy just to look at this scene this is like this is like uh if if scooby-doo was like a real horror movie is like these scenes yeah it's just so beautiful and uh i mean i still appreciated it when we got to it but it's you know i just i wish they'd done more with the pumpkins anyway uh he uh, he climbs up onto this big platform of dirt and it's like the the big scene of the movie and it's gorgeous. It really yeah. is just like, it looks great. He gets grossed out when he pulls the body out and then it, eventually he's like, he gags a little bit and then he's like, eh, screw it, I'll take it anyway. <laughs> and, I don't care anymore, I'm a boy's dead. Exactly. And so he, he has just one moment. I like that they give him a moment to realize how fucked up what he's doing yeah. is. And then he's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done I, worse. <laughs> I did drive all the way out here, though, so <laughs> fuck it. I especially love the fact that it's like, uh, like all of these places have names. So it's like, do people... Like, is it on a map? Do people know that this place with all the deformed corpses in the pumpkin patch? Her, her like, witch's house obviously wasn't on the map. <laughs> like, you can drive there in a truck, so there's yeah. a fucking road. Yeah. Do you think people stop by for directions or something? Like, is it... He knew where he was going. He That's didn't so... know where he was going to go to the witch's house. That's so weird. That's really weird. Like, it felt like more... It also feels like if he'd had to climb there with the kid... It would have been exactly like going to the pet cemetery, yeah. and so maybe they were like, "No, no, no, he drives." He j- <laughs> no, no. If he if he walks with the kid, that is exactly like pet cemetery. We cannot do that. Um, and he has to bury the kid. Because <laughs> uh, you have to bury your own. No, you don't. You just leave it with the witch. Yeah, uh, just leave it on her doorstep <laughs> in a basket. Uh, but okay, he's he's got the pumpkin baby, and he. Uh, and I guess he loads it in his truck and heads yeah. back. Uh, we go back to the victim cabin, and uh, <laughs> Joel's brother tries to convince him that he'll take the fall for it. It'll be fine. He'll say that he did it, or but Joel doesn't believe that he's going to take the fall for it or something or doesn't want him to go to jail or whatever it is. Um, we go back to the witch's hut, and she has the pumpkin baby laid out in a little... It, it's great. It's in like creepy sackcloth and yep. you can kind of see its face and she cuts Ed Harley's hand, the kid's hand, puts it in a little pestle, mixes it with some shit. It starts steaming, feeds it to the baby. It starts metamorphosing. It looks so awesome. It looks so good. And it's so adorable. <laughs> like the first, the yeah. pumpkin baby. When <laughs> baby it first, pumpkin head. Oh my God. When NECA, ooh, NECA's making a pumpkin head figure. 
I really hope they make that it comes with a little pumpkin baby. <laughs> it's so cute. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's pretty great. Uh, so it starts turning into what we will know as the pumpkin head monster. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh. And, and also, then Ed just like rolls around on the ground a lot. This is, I kind of felt. He's tripping out. He's he's going through the pain of being bonded with the monster. Oh, okay. This is the whole thing. Um, I still, I still, I still, I guess I would prefer him just like looking in shock at it instead of just laying on the ground, going like, oh. Like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but there's, there's. It just seems awkward to me. I agree. I agree with that. I also feel like there's a lot in this movie that is them not giving the audience's intelligence enough credit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely a bit of, like, come on, we're going to get it. Yeah. Like, you don't need to you don't need to spell it out, man. Yep. And and that, that was definitely a moment of spelling it out when he's like, oh, ah, <laughs> as, it, as it's happening. I've it's got like, monster vision right, now. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. But we know that there's some sort of dragon heart type thing going on. And every time a mon- the monster kills somebody, Ed's going to feel it and blah, blah, blah. So, um, okay. So, oh, that's right. And then there's another Pet cemetery moment here where we get the, uh, where we get Ed leaving. She's like, uh, you Ed, can go now, Ed Harley. Because now it begins. Yep. And, uh, and so he gets in his truck and his little boy sits up and says, daddy. What did you do? Oh yeah, and it's like it's just like just like a pet cemetery. <laughs> um, and now he. I mean, Pumpkinhead works fast, actually. Fast acting Pumpkinhead. Fast <laughs> Pumpkinhead, <laughs> new, new and improved. Fast acting Pumpkinhead. <laughs> yes, absolutely true. Um, so this Ed goes to his wife's grave, talks to her while he's burying his son there. Mm-hmm. That's a weird scene that didn't need to be there, but whatever. There's, I mean, actually, it doesn't explain anything. He's just like, I'm going to get vengeance. They killed our boy. Yeah. Now I'm going to get vengeance. Oh, your wife's dead. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and this is probably the worst writing in this entire movie coming up here. This bums me out, and I wish it was cut. This is the... Uh, Joel's brother and his girlfriend are outside, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm freaking out. And he grabs a hold of her crucifix and holds oh, yeah. it up to her, and he's like, look at this. You always found strength in this. Now come back to me. It's like, fuck you. Ugh. Whoa, woof. Yeah. Oh. Mm, but then say, he gets grabbed by the head, right? Want to take a second pass <laughs> on that line, buddy? Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Luckily, he gets dragged up a tree by Pumpkinhead. Because Ooh. because Pumpkinhead just loves to climb trees. Like, he loves killing, too. Oh, he loves it. But the thing he loves even more than killing is climbing trees like a <laughs> monkey. <laughs> like a cute little monkey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is a mostly tree and roof-based killer, mm-hmm. is kind of his thing. I wish the reason... And so there would be an obvious reason for this because we've already got like the whole pumpkin head. You've got the idea of your like headless horseman kind of characters that are stealing heads and whatever. It's like, sure. He rips the heads off. That's the thing. And plants them in the fucking pumpkin patch. Like when you come back, you open, like he stumbles across one of the pumpkins and one of the severed heads has been put back in the pumpkin patch where he's killed all the people. Man, now you're sounding like, uh, the hell do we watch recently? Motel hell. 
I mean, it would be better though. I mean, like yeah. there would be a reason for it. And I just, I was saying earlier to you, I just want a scene where somebody's head gets ripped off. Yeah, Sub Zero, Mortal Kombat style, <laughs> yes. Predator. especially Predator. Yeah, that too, especially because Pumpkinhead has the giant fingers for it. Like, how cool would that shot look if you saw Absolutely. all those big fingers close on somebody's head and pock? But it's just like, nope. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna climb up a tree with you and then drop you. Yeah, they they definitely ran into some problems with this monster, like like some some issues with just the fact that they wanted to make it so big. They were like, "What if we made it nine feet tall?" Yeah. and it's like it looks cool. It looks like awesome. But the fact of the matter is that you could have made it five feet tall and foreshortened it, and it would have been fine because then the person would have had the strength to look like they were doing physical actions. Yeah. And I think that might have been a problem. Like, I think that might have been a misstep on their on their yep. part, that, like, they could have done something much cooler if they had given him the ability to actually move around in the suit. Gotcha. Uh, but whatever. I mean, there is one scene that I think is, like, we'll get to it, that I just think is, like, one of the coolest parts of a kill in this movie. It just is creepy and weird and awesome and if everything was at that level this would be one of my favorite movies okay but um we'll get to it anyway they uh uh the girlfriend runs in and is like ah weird monkey thing happened alien monkey <laughs> dragged up a tree uh dead uh, and they're like ah nothing's out there and so uh joel is like grabs the gun goes out and he's like they hurt my my brother i'm gonna kill him deader than those two kids that i've killed recently because he brought a rifle along too because of course he did which is weird because i thought that he brought a handgun i thought that was what was implied in that first no scene. it was a rifle in the back seat okay it seems like a handgun would make more sense he's like uh because we're going to the jungle you never know what we're gonna shoot <laughs> yep that's right uh yep so uh, yeah, they find Joel's bloody headband and, uh, and she's just like sitting praying this, the, the Christian girl is like sitting at the table praying just, she's so Christian. That, just because she's <laughs> developed this trait recently and, uh, man, it's crazy. It's like they just wanted some sort of like exorcist type line here, I think where it's like. Only God can save us from them, or whatever she <laughs> says, whatever her line was. Um, so we see Ed freaking out while Pumpkinhead, like, grabs that girl, grabs the crucifix girl, carves a little cross yeah. in her forehead for some reason. And that was it. That's another one of the. That's my problem. These kills are weak. Like, I, man, you got. They're, they're weak, and sometimes they're very funny. You got a giant monster, and he's just going to go like. Oop, oop, I made some scratchies <laughs> and then we just cut away yeah and then we go to uh, we we go to the dragon heart thing that's going on with Ed Harley while the, while the murder is happening yep. and he's like you gotta put a stop to it you gotta <laughs> end it and he's like she's like I can't put a stop to it it's gotta gotta run its course Ed Harley <laughs> and he's like if you won't I will you can't do it damn you to hell god damn you to hell he already has <laughs> it's like ugh, i knew you were going there but yeah. <laughs> i was still disappointed when you did it um so next the, <laughs> this is the funniest part of the entire movie uh 
Pumpkinhead has a sense of humor because yeah. he takes the dead girl and rubs her face on the window and it goes <laughs> <laughs> and her face smushes up all over the window. I was like, was that supposed to be scary? Because that is funny. Uh, and whatever. All of a sudden, Joel grows a spine. Like, he's been the worst person in the yeah. world and now he's like, take me, I'm the one I'm the you one want. you're looking for. No. <laughs> And he charges the monster with a machete that he found somewhere. And it gives nary a fuck about no. him. And just like, bink, bink. Broke and your just wrist. throws him <laughs> so far. Yep, he's like a bag of moldy tangerines, mm. uh, in the words of UHF. Um, so he, uh, of course, Pumpkinhead here grabs one of the other girls, one of the replaceable girls yep. that we are all the same person and drags her up a tree what you mean he climbs up the tree with a person and instead of pulling her apart like a loaf of fresh bread like you would expect he was going yeah. to do it's just like, he drops her I'm and she does drop you nearly bloodlessly just drops another went, terrible kill i'm dead yep yep like don't even don't even you don't even see her body hit the rock it's yeah. off camera yeah it's like it's, the third off camera kill in a row like basically she damn it how do you how does a special effects guy do like no special effects with this the deaths? blows my mind it's crazy it's like this a lot of the deaths in this could have been done in like a lifetime movie it's weird yeah. like it's really strange but there you go uh so now we get basically uh, a new repeat of the cold open, only the three dumbasses this time. So they're like running around, knocking the doors. Everyone turns them away because yep. they've been marked for death. Um, they try to steal a truck, but the owner makes them drop their gun, <laughs> which was pretty funny. Uh, then before he can say anything more, he says some weird stuff. And then Pumpkinhead finally shows up. It menaces them for a second, but then Ed Harley shows up and shoots it, and it yeah. falls down dead. I found that funny, too. It's just like, boop, boop. Yeah. Oh, oh that's it? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and of course, Joel, being the total fucking dipshit that he is, he's <laughs> it's, like... It's actually in character. It is absolutely in character. In Like, he's so dumb that, yeah. of course, this makes sense. He kicks it <laughs> and then shoots it in the face with his gun, and he's like, it's dead. It's dead. And then, of course, guess what? It's not. It's not. It grabs him. It was playing possum, and it... And he pumpkinhead awkwardly rolls on the ground a little bit, because yeah. dude probably can't get up in that thing. Absolutely not. No, that <laughs> takes that takes probably four people to get yeah. him to a standing position. And now, this part, man, Pumpkinhead gets up, you know, and we get like that cool shot of him standing yeah. up, which looks great, and he grabs the rifle and he points it at him. I just wish Pumpkinhead used the gun here. No, this no. Is much better. <laughs> I wish, no, I wish he just. Sh I, I, I wish both of it happened. I wish yeah, he like sure. shot him, and he was like ah, and then he was like okay, now I'm gonna stab you. But like, I just wanted Pumpkinhead to shoot the rifle. Right. <laughs> uh, I think so. My version of my version of what I would have liked mm -hmm. with this movie would have been him examining the rifle, like because he is a literal demon, because he's yep. something otherworldly. Where we're getting this idea that he is a person. Yeah. Who is who has experienced the world before and is evil. Yes. Uh, I like the idea that he's otherworldly and hasn't experienced the world. So he like looks at it and he's like, what is this? It shoots and like shoots the guy in the arm. And he's like kind of mm, and then just shoves it through him. And yeah. Kills him. But I would I would I would also accept it that way. That would have that would have worked for me. But um, yeah. Or he could have like stood over him and shot him up Robocop style. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then and then did the thing. Because I mean, we do find out he knows how a motorcycle works. So yeah, why he definitely understands how that be gun cool. works. Hey, wouldn't it be cool to see Pumpkinhead cock a shotgun? <laughs> that would be weird. That would definitely be weird. <laughs> I mean, there's almost nothing that like nothing human that that thing could do that wouldn't look weird. Yeah, like almost anything he does, you'd be like, okay, that's very strange. <laughs> like put on a shirt. Yeah. Like, okay, that's strange. I don't <laughs> didn't expect to see that. He's kind of an Iggy Pop type <laughs> that would never wear a shirt. Um, and pa- pants would look so weird with his uh, triple bent leg there. Oh yeah, but like, but like, Incredible Hulk shorts would look fucking dope. Yeah, with a rope belt. Oh, I was thinking jams, like if he had like really colorful like board shorts. Oh, <laughs> Pumpkinhead goes Hawaiian. Is this a shirt idea? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so I have a treatment for a movie about Pumpkinhead going surfing in Hawaii. <laughs> Do you think we can get it made? Luckily, Stan Winston's dead, so we don't have to worry <laughs> Luckily, about that. Jesus. <laughs> Listen, if you'd seen a gnome named Norm, you'd say the same thing. <laughs> no, that's not true. I love Stan Winston. I don't feel that way in the least. <laughs> I miss him every day. <laughs> okay, maybe not every day. Maybe not every day. Okay, I might have, I might have gone a little over the <laughs> overboard there. Anyway, um, where the fuck are we? I'm looking at my notes and I can't even find it. Oh, the, uh, all right. Okay, so he stabs him with the shotgun. And then uh, while... And this is the moment that I think is probably the best pumpkin head moment. Mm-hmm. He grabs... He holds onto the corpse of Joel. And he's moving his neck around. And it plays so broken. Like, you can yeah. tell that it's boneless. Yep. And there's something about the way that he's manipulating his neck that is disgusting. Yeah. That is, like, legitimately revolting. And I loved that moment. That was that, cool. was that was a great moment. And I think that was the closest thing to a, like, a, a gross-out yep. effect that we got in this horror movie. Uh, but while he's dicking around playing with a corpse, a dog gets mad at Ed Harley and bites him on the arm. Yeah, what was that? Because then Pumpkinhead goes, ow, my pumpkin arm. Because no. <laughs> there's a Corsican Brothers thing going on between oh, the two okay. of them. And so whenever... Yeah, the dog attack was random. No, the, the dog attack was our first hint that if you hurt Ed, you hurt Pumpkinhead. Oh, okay. Pumpkin Ed. Pumpkin, oh. Mm-hmm. That's right. I get it now. <laughs> That's why they called him Ed. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It's actually his middle name. His first name is Pumpkin. <laughs> Pumpkin Ed Harley. Uh, anyway, so uh, our dwindling party of victims arrives at Buck Flower's place, gets turned away, but the son, Old Bunt. Old Bunty. <laughs> old Bunt. Uh, he's starting to feel a little guilty about maybe condemning this group of strangers to death. <laughs> And so he climbs out the window, prom- makes his sister promise that she won't tell on him, and uh, he decides to... In, an, in another scene, I feel, just goes on too long. It's oh, sure, like, sure. Stop it. Stop slowing this down. Like, There's, I mean, I'm going to go help these people, but you got to promise not to say anything. Do you super promise? Do a pinky swear. Spit on the ground. Let's do a little Lord's Prayer. This <laughs> scene like, should have been... It. This should have been media res. This should have been him... It cuts in, and we see him climbing out the window. His sister says, where are you going? It's my fault. I shouldn't have done that. I got to go help these people. Perfect. That's all we needed. That's it. Yep. That should have been the whole thing. Instead, we get this fucking seven minutes of, yeah. like, 
Pinky swear? No, Pink, spit swear. Exactly. No, pinky spit swear. Whoop a dap bop Pinky spit swear with the potato sack. <laughs> okay, but you gotta play dueling banjos for five minutes before you leave. Okay, we're gonna watch it in real time. Uh, no. Anyway. So, uh, Bunt knows a safe place. Yeah. Or a place that might be safe, he says. That was a Turn, good. It was a good idea. It was a good. It was a good idea. It's fair. Uh, it is a burned down church, and he figures it's a holy place, so it might not like it there. Um, and so this this feels like a scene directly lifted from Rawhead Rex. Yeah. This is so Rawhead Rex that there's don't, a scene that I confused it with in Rawhead yeah, Rex. I don't care. I love this church set. Oh, it's gorgeous. And I love how Absolutely it's lit gorgeous. with all the blue light coming through every crack and everything. Yeah. Like, ah. It's perfect. It really is. But again, it's another scene that makes this movie look like a stage play. Yeah. Like, so much of it looks super unreal. And again, it's... It's a combination of what I love about it and what I hate about it. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't quite put wrap my mind around why this movie doesn't work perfectly, but it's something having to do with that. I think if I could think of this movie as a play, I think I would love it. I think maybe that's yeah. the problem because it really does. It feels like something that was meant for the stage. I I don't mind the the stage looking kind of thing at all with the. Oh, like you said, there's no backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just lights and fog. It's the background of everything. And it, it I just feels, feel it works, though. It does. It absolutely does. It, it makes doesn't you, bother me a bit. It doesn't bother me. I almost wish that everything looked like that, but that would make it so stylized it would be weird. Yeah. But, like, if even the character moments when the people were talking, if their houses looked like that, if they looked like stage sets where you're just like seeing only a little bit if like they cut out the backgrounds of everything so again make the whole thing look like a kabuki play and i'd be like whoa that was it would be like this crazy avant-garde choice and you know i mean it's still a great movie it's still got a lot going for it but whatever uh anyway he tells them the the kid bunt (laughs) (laughs) oh bunty oh bunt uh hey anyone out there that's having a kid soon Here's a name for you. Just think about it. Yeah. And if your name is Bunt, then... Uh, I'm so, sorry. So sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If your middle name is Cake, I'm doubly sorry. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I was going to tell of someone who came into the store who has the worst name ever, and then I realized he might listen, so I'm not going to. (laughs) Anyway. And if uh, you know who you are, we're just joking. Your name's cool. We love you and your funny name. Uh, Although there was somebody uh, when I worked at Videoport who had the name uh, Luke Skywalker. Like legit? Like his parents gave him that? His parents named him. Oof. His last name was Walker. Yeah. His parents named him Luke. Oh, God. Sky. Oh, gosh. Don't do that to your kids, guys. And the, <laughs> and when, because I was literally listening to them signing him up for a card. Yep. And oh, and they're they probably were, proud of it, right? No, no, no. Do, oh, do, no. do they regret it now? Well, I mean, the the parents were. I don't know if the parents were proud of it, but he was like, they were like, wait, is it? I'm like, yeah, my parents thought they were funny. Yeah. And he was oh just no! Like, I wasn't saying he was proud. Of it. No. I the parents were like Luke Skywalker. Yep, that is actually his name. We named oh, him Luke Skywalker. Dickhead. <laughs> you know from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, we know from Star Wars. <laughs> I, I mean, 
it's very likely that he was born in like 79 or something like that yeah. so it's like they thought that star wars was going to be a flash in the pan yeah. and no one would ever know so it's possible given huh? how old the guy True. was i don't know the either God. way it was still terrible we idea. made a terrible mistake they made a terrible <laughs> mistake um okay uh do 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 so all right uh after he tells them the legend and all that garbage oh another thing about the alien this thing makes the same sound the alien does yeah like when it arrives it makes the alien sound which is that's a little qualm with me too like i'm not a huge fan of pumpkinhead's voice acting and by voice i mean he's always just all the sounds all this what is what is he does he ever make a noise? He laughs, like when he's got the bike chain, like... Really? Yeah, he just snickers a lot. He's all like, hey. Oh, yeah, he makes, That's like, all I he mean. makes like, like, guttural, like, yeah, yeah, hissy yeah. noises. But they don't sound that cool to me. I don't... I'm not a I huge feel fan like, of them. I feel like it's a nice understated version. Like, I would much rather that to having him go... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever, or, like, or hissing. What I don't like is the fact that that, that, sh- that shaker noise... That is the sound that accompanies the arrival of an alien in the movie Alien Mm -hmm. and the movie Aliens is the same noise that this thing that has the same shoulder things and the same body form as an alien makes when it shows up on screen in this movie. You just don't know the extended Pumpkinhead universe. I don't. It could easily... He's a, he could be a... He could be a xenomorph. A xenomorph, yeah. Absolutely, he could be. Um, a reanimated xenomorph. <laughs> Uh, I think that once you watch the movie Pumpkinhead 2 Bloodwings, you'll find out that he's only one person, and so this Ed Harley story doesn't make any sense, mm. and that there's only one Pumpkinhead, and so everything that happened in this movie doesn't really work. We'll find out next week when we cover Pumpkinhead 2. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe. Sure, why not? Pumpkinhead 2. It's got Amy Dolans, too. It's got Amy Dolans. <sighs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so... Let me check how long we've been going. Eh, no, we can button it. Oh, sure. we can. We're we, we're doing fine. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I've been very boring this time because I'm very tired. Anyway, um, okay, so me too. And you almost you almost picked a different movie yesterday. I almost did. You're like, like you're like I don't think there's enough stuff in this movie for us to talk about. Talk about. <laughs> I still kind of feel that way, but uh, but there's stuff. And this is, so, this is the scene. This is that, that scene that feels so weird. This is the one out-of-place character mm-hmm. moment for Pumpkinhead, where he has the chain. Yeah. Uh, like, so, Pumpkinhead, uh, he, the kid leads them back to the parking lot. Yep. Where they parked all their cars. So they can ride the motorcycle to safety, I guess. Or maybe the car, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think they'd hope to take oh, the yeah, car. Oh, yeah, but Pumpkinhead but pum- smashed all the cars. trashed all the cars. <laughs> He's like flipped over everything. They're like, oh shit, but he did leave the bike. Yep. And so he jumps on the bike, starts it up, and he's like, I'm going to take off. And he revs it, and you're like, wow, you're spending a lot of time revving it. And then we <laughs> cut over, and Pumpkinhead's dangling the chain. And it's like. And he laughs. He's like, <laughs> yeah. He has like a weird laugh, so. Yeah. And then he lifts the bike up and just like chucks him, which mm. is like, oh cool that you can do that but like uh, he has to live yeah I, I mean, um, he doesn't sure have to there's no. no reason for him to live no. honestly it's just that in this particular morality tale they're letting the people who don't suck live yep like pretty much he's only killed people who are annoying and suck so i get it uh 
but he does throw the the bike like 20 feet and the kid and and the girlfriend are just like oh he's dead bye (laughs) and just fucking take off and leave him little do they know that Pumpkinhead sometimes he pulls their heads off or breaks their necks or whatever sometimes he just drags them around for no reason luckily he was the drag them around for no reason Mm. Uh, Ed shows up and he does a come with me if you want to live thing and they get in his truck and speed off to his house and they and he's like get inside and while all this is going on Pumpkinhead's just dragging Chris <laughs> around uh, maybe because he doesn't want to kill somebody without an audience because yeah. I think so far he's only killed people in he's front a, of other people he's a big show off yeah. he is kind of a show off like, I don't want to waste this kill yeah, yeah, I got no, a show I don't, to put on I can't no, I don't think he's killed anybody that, like, was alone. He's made sure somebody was watching when he killed somebody. Yeah, you're right. So, that could be it. There could be a reason. Um, but, okay, so, the... He's got to have people to tell the sto- to tell the tale. Yes. It's a very Freddy Krueger thing. So, uh, the, the remaining woman begs Harley's forgiveness. It was an accident. We didn't mean to do it. And she's like, you killed my boy. Yeah. But I'm going to send it back to the whatever hell it came With from. With my flamethrower. Because I've got a flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, and he punctuates whatever he says. Like, I'm going to send it back to hell. He's, what he <laughs> says is, nothing can stop it. But I'm going to send it back to hell. And then lights his flamethrower. Yeah. Luckily, he has a flamethrower there to light to punctuate that. Because otherwise, you would be drawn to the fact that that sentence made no fucking <laughs> sense. Uh, well, he said he can't be called off. But he's going to send it back. Oh, so you can't you can't call him off you can't stop him but, but you, I'm going to but you can you can't you make can him stop him. doing his thing but you can kill yes oh okay sure I don't think you can in fact if you set him on fire it only makes him look cooler like he, he looks, can't set him on he's fireproof remember he shoots the flamethrower and he's just like nothing well except that he starts smoking and looking fucking awesome yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it makes him look shinier and more glossy <laughs> and like he just looks way cooler he does look way cooler like all you did was just make him look fucking cool great pumpkin's only line like shoot me again makes me look cool (laughs) makes me look awesome (laughs) uh but he does he he shoots him and it's like well there you go uh okay so he was yeah Pumpkinhead was about to about to show up and or harley was about to blast him with a flamethrower but he seems to neglect to remember the fact that when old punky shows up Harley can't do shit because he's too busy holding his head going <laughs> and so he does that thing drops the flamethrower and then he starts getting the monster eyes and getting all spooky there's a moment here uh, where we cut to uh, the, the the Dust Bowl kid hiding in a closet doing a doing a Halloween homage. Yeah. And then there's a shot of the little of the dog hiding it's in a, a box, which is fucking adorable. Yeah. Uh it doesn't make any sense, but it's cute as hell. Doesn't need to be there. It does not. Uh so Ed Harley starts getting the the pumpkin head eyes and pumpkin head starts getting Harley's face. Uh, I don't I like it. I, I think don't. it looks great. I, I think the face looks great. I think Pumpkinhead looks that yeah. like but I prefer him with his other face. So, like, for me, like, I hate the whole end of this when he's got that Lance mm. Henriksen face. Like, because I just, I like his original looking face so much cooler. Like, Fair. I mean, again, it's, it's you know, more it of reminds this, like, me so... in case you're too stupid to figure out what's yeah. going on here. 
He's the, they're the same. The person. face almost reminds me of the Freddy baby. Yeah. Just oh, to bring absolutely. Back. Yeah. It yeah. looks almost just like that. Yeah. And I just think of that, and I just don't like the look. Like I'm not saying the I'm not saying the sculpt is bad. No. I'm no, saying no. I just I want pumpkin. Yeah, I want yeah. his original face back. And I was I wish that was just a one shot thing, which would be I, a lot. Which okay, would be a I, lot of work to do. I agree with that. I actually think see that's it, like, what bop, it should be. Flashback. Phew, then he looks like pumpkin again. Yeah, yeah. That does not seem like something that should have been the last shot of yeah. the monster. It should you should have had the the classic monster yep. as the as the last shot. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, but uh, well, the other part of this is that when Ed's going out to confront, <laughs> <laughs> he makes quite the oopsie poopsie. <laughs> this is. Dude, you work on a farm all day long, yeah. and this is how you go out. He literally <laughs> runs himself through with he a pitchfork. Tri- he trips and lands on a pitchfork. Can you imagine if the ending of this movie, instead of that, was him tripping and dying on the pitchfork? <laughs> and that kills Pumpkinhead. Oh, that would have been funny. That would have been... Can you imagine how many people would be pissed off? Oh, that would have... Like, and they both just went, go-donk. <laughs> <laughs> and Roll everybody credits. just stands around yeah. looking at each other like... Can we go now? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I guess that's oh shit. <laughs> well, uh, but no, that's not how it goes down. Uh, she just notices that. Oh, actually, no, she doesn't notice. Ed notices. Yeah. That Pumpkinhead is injured when he's injured, which leads him to grab a pistol, put it to his head, and fail to shoot himself properly. Yeah. So he shoots himself in the head, but doesn't kill himself. Uh, and so Pumpkinhead still gets up and, uh, we, and, uh, so we get a kill me moment. With, uh, uh, yeah, she picks up the flamethrower that he dropped when he got impaled. This is what we were talking about. Yeah, that's... <laughs> she starts shooting him and he just looks cool. He just looks awesome. And, uh, and then Ed's like, no, kill me. And so she grabs the gun. He actually stands up to make a bigger target. Yeah. And so she just shoots him like six times. She was like... I don't want to shoot you. Yeah. And then she's like, eh, fuck it. Like, whoa, okay. That accelerated very quickly. That was <laughs> crazy. Um, but, yep, that's it. And they both pumpkin just head, fall. And Pumpkinhead catches fire. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. And that was the actual suit. That was... I was watching a show about Pumpkinhead 2, uh, and uh, they were saying, like, yeah, they had to start to build the whole creature from scratch for that because... They set the suit on Why? fire at the end of the first movie. That's crazy. Yeah. I hate it when they do stuff like that. Come on, man. Save it. We'd never know the difference. Mm. Uh, so we uh, we get a crane shot because they couldn't figure out how to end the scene. <laughs> there was, uh, I guess we just pull away so nobody has to say anything about this awkward moment that yeah. we're all experiencing. That works. And uh, then they're like, uh, okay, but we really want to see the flame again. So they come back in and they just like <laughs> concentrate on the flames. And it's like, we go from the flame directly into the old pumpkin patch. And we find the old witch is burying Ed Harley. But he's all but he, curled he, up he's, like he's, a pumpkin head. Yeah. And he's got his necklace. But he's got a necklace. And so there you go. Yep. He's the next pumpkin head. And that's how it goes, which is a cool idea. I mean, that is a great it's, curse. Yeah, I like that curse aspect of this a lot. I love the whole dig up the guy, yep. make that, then it's like when you're done, put it back for next time. That's recycling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's a very efficient witch and very uh, very earth conscious. Yep. I like that about her. Uh, yeah, 
This is, I mean, it's a classic for a reason. It's a classic because of the monster, but it's also a classic because it's got some cool concepts. And again, Lance Henriksen in a starring role, which you don't get very often. Yep. And Lance Henriksen is so awesome that it's great, even when he has funny bunny teeth in. <laughs> it's cool. No, I love the thing too. I wish, again, I just wish I had better kills. That's pretty much. My, I want better writing. I, I want and better, 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 kills. better, better writing, better kills, better pacing. No. Yeah. Don't stop wasting my time on things. Yep. And if well, if you're gonna waste time, if you're gonna have moments of just characters talking, have it written well enough that it's compelling. Yeah. Have it be about something where it just feels like they're kind of talking about nothing. Yep. Most of the times that they're wasting your time. So it's like waste my time and give me some character development. Yep. That would be fun. And more 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 teens. More partying teens. Like, more partying teens I almost, and more wacky teens. Yeah, and, I wish we had yeah. more of those kind of antics that I always love in these kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't because they were just stressed out from the get-go. Like, They never got to go to the cabin and party. Nope. So it's like, it would have almost been cooler if like that guy took out a kid on accident, but like they didn't see it. And then he was like, I'm just going to keep quiet about this. And then they go back and party and then... Then they find out later what he did. Like so, that way we could have the antics because right they never get to party house before the tragedy happens. Exactly, that would be, and that's an easy fix too because like he they could go, they stop there. He sees that like the kid runs out and is like, "Wow, look at these motorcycles!" Blah blah blah, and draws attention to the motorcycles to the dad, and he's like, "You stay away from those; those are dangerous." Comes back, the kids go to the cabin. They go out. They're motorcycling around. They kill the kid who's out in the woods yep. chasing his dog. Ah, oh, there you go. Don't find anything out. The father finds the kid. He's like, where did he go? Goes out. He went out for a walk, whatever. Finds him and then sees tracks in the dirt. And it's it's dirt bike tracks. Perfect. And he's like, it was those kids. Yep. Now I need revenge. Now I need it. to go to the witch. Yep, yep. Perfect. That would have also worked. Yeah. Yeah. But... Oh, well. Boo. Still yeah, a, if still he a had, fun one. Oh, he could have kept it secret from all of them the whole time. Like, nobody there would have known, and they could have found out what he did. The people in the cabin could have found out what he did as things went on. Why yep. are we being attacked? And yeah. then they turn on him. Then they don't all have to be assholes where they're like, well, yeah, let's, let's cover up for you. Yep. <sighs> yeah, there's so many ways you could have fixed this. Yeah. But, again... I'm also talking about a movie that is goddamned brilliant and wonderful. So, whatever. Yeah. Monday morning quarterbacking. It's yep. what we do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But we're qualified because we've made so many cool movies ourselves. You know what I mean? mean? We obviously know what we're talking you about. You should have seen the movies that I made in college. They were so fucking good. <laughs> they were way better than this. Way better than everything. Oh, man. They were like... <laughs> five minutes long and shot on a high eight and <laughs> edited poorly on an avid machine <laughs> yep uh, yeah no i'm not qualified for anything <laughs> although i will say that i'm qualified to write books about skateboarding you know what rad wraith is coming out again soon Sick. so uh, is, this a, is this a reissue with uh, yes. Book one and two. Book one and two. In one convenient in, tome. Exactly. If you haven't, if you haven't read it yet, it's it comes great. together in one and two. And then November we get issue three. December we get issue four. Red Wraith out in stores near you. That is the plug. Buy stuff at Coast City Comics and CoastCityComics.com. That's you, the you, other plug. You can buy Red Wraith at Coast City Comics. You can. You can buy a Red Wraith T-shirt. Hell yeah, you can. You should buy like three. Yeah. Uh, and the one of the really wonderful benefits of uh, of Red Wraith. The new one 
is that it has a James Harrigan cover that is so fucking cool. Nice. He did such a good job. It's the Rad Wraith doing a boneless off a cop car and smashing the window <laughs> in. It's pretty great. So, yes, do that. Uh, follow us. Rate and review the podcast if you like it. If you don't like it, keep listening anyway. And if you don't like stuff, mad. something that we do, tell us. So maybe we can be like, go. Oh, You're yeah. right. I don't like that either. Yeah, Let's fix that. I should probably stop doing that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, like if you want me to oil this chair. Yeah, you have. It doesn't do anything. It works for like two <laughs> days. It stays It stays unsqueaked for like two days. But like I literally need to do it before every podcast or it doesn't stay. But yeah, or you can buy like a tons of shirts from CoastCityComics.com that would give us money so we could buy a new chair that doesn't squeak. Yeah, this thing only has one arm and is really falling apart. Uh, yeah, so yes, please buy shirts and stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, and next week we're going to do Pumpkinhead 2 Blood yeah, Wings. With Amy Dolan's. And Bill Clinton's brother, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, is it Roger Clinton, is that his brother? I, I don't, the you told me this today. Singer? I had no idea who this guy is. <laughs> I've barely even heard of Bill Clinton. He's supposed to, he's <laughs> the, uh, you know how like every Democratic president is supposed to have a really embarrassing brother? Uh, is that like, a thing? Uh, yeah, Jimmy Carter had Billy and he like tried to market beer and was always drunk in the White House and he was <laughs> like this amazing embarrassment. Roger Clinton was the Billy Carter of Bill Clinton's presidency. Okay. <laughs> He was just like Bill Clinton, you know, for all of the embarrassing things Bill Clinton did in his presidency. <laughs> uh, there's also like him going, oh, God, dude, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't You're in pumpkin. What? What? Two now? You're what? In, <laughs> what the please, hell's a pumpkin head? Please don't don't use my presidency <laughs> to get into movies like Pumpkinhead 2. <laughs> Maybe wait until I'm out of office to start starring in fucking what new Concord adaptations of shitty movies. Uh, boo. Anyway, I would have done the same thing. If I yeah. had a brother who became president, I would have starred in so many shitty movies <laughs> and I would have had a shitty country music career just like Roger Clinton. My brother's totally the president, you know. That means I can act. Just saying. Well, I mean, it means that people watched Pumpkinhead too because they were like, "Oh, Punky Brewster's in it, and the president's brother." I mean, I mean and- Punky and Amy Dolan's is like the big selling points for me. Like, I didn't even know how Quentin was in it, or never even heard of that until today. I watched that movie specifically for Soleil Moon Fry when it came out, and I could not figure out who she oh was. doesn't she look so radically different from the punky days so i literally when i oh like, i feel you bro. i haven't seen it since then yep and i remember that i watched it and i was like was she really in it or was she like in a background scene that i missed no or something? she's a mainer but like Main i character. could what? not pull her out of the out of the lineup and yeah. i was like oh i wanted to see punky brewster yep but, oh, there you go <laughs> who knows uh but yeah there you go um Follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast yeah. on Instagram. You All can follow things. me at uh, Matt Awkward VHS Fiend and check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. And also uh, Coast City Comics Maine on YouTube for videos. Yes, and speaking of that, uh, the Video Vagrants YouTube channel. We do a Friday night movie every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch the movie and chat along with it, and it's super fun. This week is Masters of Menace. 
Masters of Menace. It's a motorcycle movie. I never yes, seen it. Yes, it is. Oh my god, that's that pretty wild. Insane. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that movie's great. Uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening and or watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Good night.